Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. In the old country, they called me Eric. And they, they still do. I mean... In, in the new country. So last time, we reinvented dogs. How did we do? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and ignore the very large pile of mail I've received from dog owners because I assume it's 100% praise. Yeah. Great job. When he said pile, I was like, ew. But to follow on from that, of mail. Right, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing. Uh, so of late, I think we've been taking on some some big challenges, you know, money, movies, really big cultural touchstones. Um, and our stakeholders for this project are a little more niche, a little more focused, and I think that's great. I think, you know, that's that's where we'll be able to really focus in on our unique magic yeah i'm i'm excited what is it what is it so tell me tell me what it is so so today's uh project is also one in which i think we can really invigorate something that sort of dropped off the map uh in today's information super highway pokemon go world whoa pokemon whoa eric you seem like a person who gets into medieval combat pretty often <laughs> um yeah every every so often that's what i thought uh so this is really going to be in the wheelhouse of your bailiwick uh <laughs> today's project is sword 2.0 whoa okay um yeah i gotta stay sharp for this one um so that's a great place to start i mean what do we know about swords they are very sharp yeah they get right to the point yeah i got that was, it that was my i point. got it but like your joke is also a fact thanks for pointing that out don't don't like your pointed tone. I wonder if if you get no points for that. Do you have any more, or is that it? Uh, I had some, but I have an appointment. I wonder if there's some kind of. Uh, I mean, traditionally, this role has been fulfilled by scabbards of making swords non-dangerous when not in use. Yes. Um, like a I sheath. wonder if there's. Yeah, I wonder if there's some kind of like more sort of modern day way to do it like a like a on off switch Ooh, uh you could have the point retract somehow mm -hmm. like just the just just the end <laughs> just the just the point yeah it would just kind of go like it would it would like um like retract like a like a switchblade except it's like not the whole blade retracting it's like just the point of it retracting in into itself well either that or like the on off switch for the sword would turn it from like sort of a obviously a rigid sword shape into one of those kind of like theatrical knives so the whole thing just sort of <laughs> yeah collapses yeah. into itself you're not supposed to give away isn't that like a trade secret like a magician secret are you now like banned from the council of magicians yeah, I mean they they were just going around stabbing people with impunity previously. Yeah, you didn't want to be a part of that anymore. Uh, I, I had like kind of instead of like retracting into itself to to like you know uh, I guess that that would kind of be like a telescoping kind of thing mm -hmm. maybe. Um, instead of that, what if um, what if like a measuring tape there you could like flip a switch and it would be like when it was on it would be like rigid mm -hmm. and sorty um a sorted affair 
Um, but if you'd switched it off, it would get all floppy Mm -hmm. and you could roll it up. I like that very much. Or indeed sort of retracted into some kind of, uh, handle. Yeah. Yeah. It would just like, yeah, it could be like exactly like a measuring tape. Just a really dangerous one. Measuring tapes are already pretty dangerous. Well, like I get, but I mean, the sword's supposed to be dangerous, right? Sure, but I mean, maybe this is also a backdoor episode for measuring tape 2.0. I'm just oh. saying. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. I, I I really like the idea of just sort of a a, a floopy sword that is is non dangerous to anyone, and in fact, very comical. Yeah. Until you need to, you know, sword something. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it could be um, an intimidation tactic. Like mm-hmm. um, you go in and and uh, you're you're about to duel someone, and um, you enter the the field or whatever. You're standing in front of them, and your sword you pick you take out your sword, and it's all like flopping around. Uh, and the other person is like, "Haha, your sword sucks." And then you're like, "Haha." It doesn't, and you push the button, and it becomes a real sword. That's a power move. It it is because you you kind of uh, you set expectations, and then out of left field. So let's let's talk about the handle uh, a bit as well, because I mean I don't think it can be a traditional hilt if it's also you know retracting the the blade uh, like a measuring tape. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, is is that even the optimal uh, form factor for something where you're sort of in in the thick of it with your opponent? Uh, so, like having a like a hilt with like a crossbar is that what you're talking about, or or just like having a hilt? Period. Well, I mean, you tell me. Well, okay, so um, that like the handle of a sword. Um, is is you know a pretty standard way of holding a sword but but it could be you know all sorts of things uh like have you have you played um the deus ex games the later ones i sure haven't (laughs) um one of the like he's this like super soldiery type guy with Mm -hmm. like um cybernetic augmentations and he um has these like weird blade things that pop out of his arm Kind of, I guess, kind of uh, Wolverine style, but um, this is out of his arm, and it just like kind of slides out, and it's like swordy. It's it's a sword like thing. So I wonder how is that different from Wolverine? Well, it comes out the side of his arm. It's okay. Maybe I should have used Wolverine as an example, but but my point was more um, like it it comes out the side of its arm of his of his forearm, and then like telescopes out. So it's not like my point was that instead of attaching to your body via like gripping it with your thing with your hand um you could you could just have it braced on your arm mm-hmm. and leaving your hands free to i don't know like text or something while you're sword fighting mm, i like that very much especially if you get a critical message while you are sword fighting yeah exactly it's like hang on i gotta get this but you can still like chop block absent mind yeah yeah or block yeah or chop yeah. i mean it depends how 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 good you are at yeah. at looking at a screen while it's moving around yeah and also 
sword fighting at the same time as you're sending a tweet. Sword fighting is really, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, sword fighting is hard work. You might get hungry in the middle of it. So you could, um, you would be able to hold a sandwich mm-hmm. or something or an ice cream cone or whatever, like whatever you want to eat. For sure. Um, and yeah, and, and uh, you can you can just keep on fighting. That's potentially a, a tactical advantage because um, if you're if you have a really prolonged uh, duel, um, your opponent might just get hungry and keel over. It gives you lasting power. That's true. And I think uh, this is actually a really good opportunity to uh, leverage some of the technology we used on Roller Coaster 2.0, where uh, possibly the 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 brace or whatever it is that you have attached mm-hmm. to your arm that's that's the new way of holding the sword also has a snack compartment yeah yeah and and you know what's really convenient um if you were making like uh if your snack compartment had like the components for a, a, a real good pb and j mm. you could use the sword itself to to spread the ingredients so mm-hmm. it's all like mm-hmm. it all comes together you could have a salad you could chop uh chop up the the vegetables and and then i guess you would have to have a bowl or something but you would hold that in your other hand and like be sword fighting and then like with your sword hand that is free because the sword's attached to your arm you can just you can eat the salad so convenient yeah it's healthy so it's no i mean you could you could eat junk food like i I guess but i mean we're talking about high performance Um, yeah absolutely sword blade athletes you need to be in in tip-top shape yeah to to uh to get into it and also create a pb and j at the same time yeah exactly Exactly. um so i mean you've actually addressed a number of the of the points i wanted to raise very neatly by just uh sidestepping the whole issue of of holding the sword with your hand right um so great job there but i'm wondering (laughs) Is that indeed the uh, correct place for it? Now, I mean, historically, swords have been on the end of an arm via a hand. Dull? Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to stop at hand. I mean, let me hit you with this. What if the same kind of mechanism, but on your leg? Whoa. Maybe on both legs. Whoa. Uh... So you're like, how would that work? Do they stick out of your like feet, like, um, st- like straight forward? I guess is that. I think so, or maybe at a slight upward angle. Have you seen those sure. those photos of uh, extremely long-toed shoes? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. The what, like the ones that that curl up mm-hmm. a little bit. So sort of like that, I guess. This is kind of like a, um, what was his name? General Grievous from Star Wars, from the prequels. Yes. Um, except Did he have sword feet? He didn't have sword feet, but um, he had four arms and they all had lightsabers. And so it seems like the configuration might, might. Uh, I'm just thinking like four blades, you know, like two hands, two feet, mm-hmm. and you're just like doing crazy swinging around like um spin spinny things yeah if if they could um be mounted to your limbs but also be on um on like rotors or mm. like on i guess motors that would like spin them around general grievous style mm-hmm. that was a pretty badass scene in those terrible movies 
That's a really good idea. Yeah. I think and that so, takes a, a lot of the element of, of skill out of this, which I like. We're sort of, you know, democratizing yeah, we're making, sword fighting. Yeah, making it accessible to um, the average duelist. So it becomes less of a, um, you know, parry, riposte, etc. Um, skill and more of a, just like a, kind of a helicopter fight, which I think... Yeah. I mean, it sounds spectacular. Oh, it's it's fantastic. You you just kind of like um, uh, like like a like a fan, but the fan blades are like deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, to the extent cool. that that fan blades are not already deadly. Well, <laughs> well, um, the, so the the legend goes. So, okay. I mean, we've taken this a long way. Um, and I love it, but I'm wondering, have we taken it far enough? And so what if, aside from leg swords and arm swords, also some kind of head mounted sword? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nodding furiously in agreement with that. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm thinking sort of the, the total defense package you know like you could not you're not able to be attacked from any angle due to your your array of swords sure yeah um yeah Uh, the more swords we add though we have to make sure that the axes of rotation are such that they won't like just smash against each other constantly or or you know um slice you yourself up because if you had one on your head and it was like spinning around and and you you raised your arms like there go there go your arms and two of your swords <laughs> yeah more importantly two of your swords yeah yeah i mean we're i mean why are we adding swords if if we're just going to lose them mhm mhm so um yeah we got to be careful about that maybe the the head mounted one is just kind of like it's not on a on a spinny thing it's just um Mm-hmm. it's it's like the fine-tuned one the the other ones are are just kind of uh brute force like you know this is the zone that you can't enter because this thing is spinning um but then the the head mounted one is just for for precision strikes sure sort of like a unicorn horn yeah and, and that's where the skill in the art now lies exactly exactly yeah um that that would I wonder. I wonder if that if we could like because we're taking the skill out of the the out of most of it, but then like injecting back some back in. I'm I'm trying to picture what like what this would look like in in a competitive like in a sporting mm-hmm. like non you know non deadly uh, situation like the Olympics. Um, it would be like you know epe saber, mm-hmm. uh, the other one, and and like helicopter swords. And that'd be good. Yeah, I mean, great sport, but you're right. I mean, maybe the the solution here, not just on a competitive level, but on sort of a uh, uh, sort of injecting a bit of skill back into the the you know the royal art, if you will, is um, that they just spin really slow. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, it, it or like just like not not at like. Um fan or helicopter speed but just like um you know video game puzzle speed mm-hmm. <laughs> where where you're like it's it's moving slow enough so that you you ha- there's an element of like oh there's my window 
and mm-hmm. I can like go do a thing and then the window closes and exactly like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Like a, a microwave spinning plate speed kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Press oh, man. X to sword attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting to me that you mention um, video game like QuickTime Challenges because I think there's two aspects of swords that I'm really, really interested to dig into. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first of which is that you can't upgrade them normally. Um, um, like swords, and, normal swords. Swords specifically yeah. is what I'm yeah. speaking of. I mean, I mean, you could, like you could though. You could like put a nicer grip on it or something, mm-hmm. kind of like a like a tennis racket or something. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm thinking more in the video game milieu, um, where swords become just visually impressive. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering, since since we have the uh, the spinning in play already, whether we have the opportunity and i think we do and i'm very excited about it to also install one of those uh like persistence of vision systems on all of the blades uh oh yeah those are cool yeah those are so cool um yeah and it, it would like um show a picture of uh i don't know something intimidating like a unicorn i guess mm-hmm. um or 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 a i don't know um like uh your your face looking looking really angry yeah look out uh whoever um yeah yeah and i think that that can become the upgrade opportunity is that you could both upgrade the number and fidelity of uh like led elements on your blades to render a very high quality picture of like a shark that'd be Uh, amazing and you're just like, ha look out now. <laughs> and and it's distracting too. You're just mm-hmm. like looking at the shark and then your your head mounted sword just pokes him out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, I'm I'm so entranced by this this virtual shark that I didn't even, you know, stab them with my head mounted horn sword yeah, at the exactly. correct time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta um I'm I'm wondering if there's any any like um even more like even beyond just intimidation and distraction I, I wonder if you could make those images look like a sword Ooh. like one of your swords to to like kind of like um uh what do you call it like the razzle dazzle that's it yes it's exactly what i was <laughs> so you're, you're disguising the location and uh and um speed and and velocity of your of your sword yeah. by uh, masking it with um with a pattern with a mm-hmm. yeah thing so you're like i really want to get into a sword fight with this person but i can't tell how far away they are or what dimension they're in yeah which direction they're facing yeah um yeah that would be really really huge so i mean i i think you touched on something um that's really important for for sword 2.0 which is obviously um you know just just street level sword fights happening all the time but i think the the venue in which most of us will experience sword 2.0 is uh you know the the olympics um, I'm wondering if if we can sort of do some some local, like municipal level sword 2.0 boosterism, um, to to <laughs> municipal really municipal level. Yeah, 
It's like grassroots. Yeah, that's we got to build that groundswell for Sword 2.0. For sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking like if every town had a had a Sword 2.0 team or, oh, or yeah. league. Yep. Um you know, much in the same way that every other sport uh, of the two that exist, baseball 2 and horse racing 2, right. uh do, then uh I I think it'll be picked up much more quickly. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, how how would we get the word out? Well, this is I where I, I mean, I think sort of this is where we always turn to the the marketing aspect of our products. Oh, I have an idea. Hit me. Um, we the the marketing campaign could be, um, people we we uh, take a bunch of swords mm-hmm. and um, stick them into uh like car carve a uh like hole sheath sheath shaped hole into like big rocks um and we put the the sword in the thing and we distribute these rocks like all all over with the sword sticking like stuck in a, in them and uh much like you know king arthur like excalibur style um dare people to withdraw the sword and if they do they they get like a, a free whatever like a promo offer to uh, their uh, sword 2.0 classes or whatever mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. league um but the the catch it or the 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 brilliant the genius of it is that it's just really easy to pull out so everyone can do it I think that's also. But you don't tell them that. You don't tell no, them that. No, it's like obviously. Easy. Yeah, yeah. But everybody can do it, and then so they just do it, and they they feel like amazing because like holy holy crap. I'm, yeah, they're like I'm I'm the chosen king. Yeah, of exactly. Sword two Yeah, and then and then they they go to the first meeting, and it's all all these other average people. But I mean, by by that time, we're we've we've got them already. Mm-hmm. I think depending. So on So we way would you... have to have a crew of people kind of um, patrolling all the the stones uh to see which ones have been like removed and mm-hmm. and as soon as they get removed and that person is like you know out out of out of uh range um they just put another sword in for the next person yeah uh, that's a great idea mm-hmm. um i think depending on how the swords themselves are mounted on the stone we could use the persistence of vision system to actually write a, an inspirational message Ooh. in the air as well oh man that'd be cool i mean it would be uh, it would actually be significantly more difficult to get the sword off the stone in that case yeah that's true um but the, the message could be either um encouraging like you can do this or it can be like really taunting it's like mm-hmm. you know there's no way you you're there's no way you're gonna do it but then yeah. that you know when they when they uh, inevitably do it's uh it just adds to it yeah i think we could a b test that yeah for sure just like swords are, are great or like try just try and and grab this sword nerd <laughs> i think both of those have their merits yeah yeah so i guess the 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 last piece that i mean obviously if if we want to build this up as as a as a practice and not just an extremely um violent way to slowly attack people right. is um the you know sort of sort of the slogans around it in the same way that we've done for for many of our other projects mm-hmm. and and the name of the thing itself because yeah. sword 2.0 i think at this point paints a very uh limited picture of of what we have actually created sure um i, I was thinking about this uh how about uh, to add an air of mystique to it 
Um, we just call it the S word. <laughs> that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. The S word. Um, and then in brackets underneath, not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> the, the one that's already written out. Um, mm-hmm. The, yeah, that's on. Uh, I was I was also thinking about the idea of like, you know, um, when, when you're trying to figure out if we do like a boot camp type thing or like there's a there's a league and, and there's like all these things that you need to get. And, mm-hmm. and do and like you know sign your waivers or whatever because uh, there will be a lot of waivers that could be your to-do list oh yeah yeah um aside from hmm. that actually uh, i mean i think that's like a nice lead-in to to every marketing campaign uh and indeed the thing itself if like on our on our swords in stones just around town it would be like it would be like set up as as a to-do list, but it would be like right. to do colon grab this S and <laughs> and people would be like, I don't I don't understand, but then they'd be like, hmm, I think I need to find out more about this. Yeah, exactly. Um and and of course every duel oh man, every duel on your to-do list consists of two duel lists. I feel like we're going to run into a bit of a terminology problem here. We'll yeah. have to be make sure everyone involved with Sword 2.0 enunciates very clearly at really, all times. Really, yeah, that's that's step one. Rule number one of S-Word Club. Yep. <laughs> pronounce everything really, really clearly. So, so, <clears throat> so uh, just thinking about, you know, running, running a, an S-Word dojo has made me realize that we need some system of uh, ranking... Uh, among uh, uh, different levels of, mm-hmm. of sort of Pro- 2.0 wielders. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, we could just basically make it really, really simple. Um, it, it could just be sort of like different levels or, or clubs that you sort of graduate into. And the uh, bottom level would be one. And, you know, I don't think there needs to be that many levels. So the top level could be seven. Yeah. So when you're a, a Sword 2.0 master, you'd be in S Club 7. <laughs> there ain't no party like an S Word party. There it is. That's that's the marketing game. That's campaign. it. That's it. We did All it. All right. We sure did. <laughs> There's a lot of um, S Word play here. <laughs> oh, great boy. job. I Yeah. I think that was... It's straight to the point. If there are things in your life that need to be redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at www.theredesign.design or on Twitter at the redesign cast. Or you can also email us with your redesign ideas. We'd love to hear from you and solve your everyday thing problems. You can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would also love it if you left a comment or star rating or both on iTunes or shared it with a friend. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time.